This episode of Geared Up is brought to you by National Car Rental. Take control of your travel experience with National Car Rental's Emerald Club. Visit nationalcar.com to find out more. How much would you pay for self-lacing Nike shoes? If I want to make the video and show them, bring them to Geared Up, I might might pay 500 bucks. 500 bucks? This is pretty awkward. Right. A lot of yeah, that's a lot of people say it feels awkward, it looks silly. Why would Apple do this? Why would they make something that looks like this? You put it in the battery case and you get roughly 37 hours of battery life. We are pulling the plug on our Alexa enabled microwave. Mm. Welcome to Geared Up, brought to you by National Car Rental. I'm Andrew Edwards. And I'm Starla Simpaco. And this is the show where GeekWire brings you the latest in tech and gadget news each and every week. But as you're you're seeing right now, or hearing, there's a new voice on the show. Hello, everyone. I am not Todd Bishop, as you might have been able to tell. My name is Starla Simpaco, and I am a video host and producer at GeekWire. And now I am one of your new co-hosts, or I am your new Mm co-host for Geared Up. What's what's happening? What happened? So Todd has stepped away. Yes. Not he hasn't left. He hasn't left Earth. He has not he left the left building. Ge- he hasn't left He's actually right outside. Right, he's over there. <laughs> um, but Todd is uh, transitioning into being over on the sidelines. So he'll step in when we have, you know, if either Starla or I are out of the office or just not able to participate in a podcast that week, Todd might step back in. So you might still see him, but going forward, it's the Andrew and Starla show. Yeah. Or the Starla and Andrew show. Whatever, Either one. Whatever sounds better for you, that's what it is. Um, so we were thinking we'd do something fun. I don't know if you actually thought of these. I, earlier I mentioned, oh, okay. let the viewers get to know yes. us a little better. And I was like, hey, what if we tell them two truths and a lie? I'm down. Okay. So they're going to have to figure out which one is the lie. And we'll, we'll reveal this at the end of the show. I'll do it too. But you go first. All right. Two truths and a lie. So the first one. I have a puppy named Dorito, like the chips. Mm, interesting. Dorito. Interesting. The second fun fact, or maybe not fun fact, um, I've shaken the hand of Tyra Banks. Mm. Wow. The third one is that I have a selfie with Donald Trump. Which ones? Which ones are true? Which one is the lie? Wait, two of those are true. Yeah. Two of those are true. Okay. Crazy. And one is a lie. Okay. We'll reveal yeah. that later. But um, you can make your predictions in the oh, comments yeah, yeah, if you're please. watching live. Throw your predictions down right now. Uh, <laughs> for me, I've met Mike Tyson. I've met Michael Jackson. I've met Michael Jordan. Two of those are true. Two are true. One is a lie. Um, yeah. So that's going to help you know us just a little bit better. Now it's time to jump in to the news of the week. So we just came back from CES 2019. Yes. Which is why, likely why we're both sick. Um, that was your first CES ever. It was. And I was actually sick going into CES. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, just like you, that I'd be able to beat the CES plague yes. that everyone knows about. This year there were, what, 180,000 people yeah. from <laughs> all over the world coming into Las Descending Vegas. Descending upon. Of course Las you're Vegas. going to get sick. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought that I'd be able to you know, get past the sickness, but no, nope, left CES, felt fine, and then went on vacation, came back, and not Still feeling no too good. great right now. Right. But I could not miss this. I 
really wanted to be here. Right. Now, what did you think of CES? Because, uh, like we said, it was your first one. It was actually yeah. my, like, 14th CES. Whoa. So I'm, like, old school, um, jaded. Uh, how was it for you? Like, the sights, the sounds, the craziness, the announcements. What did you think? I think one word to describe CES is overwhelming. Like, And there's, I tried my best to prepare for it, but... As a reporter covering, you know, the big announcements happening at CES, it felt almost impossible Mm -hmm. because even just getting from venue to venue can take an hour just to get across the Las Vegas Strip. Um, So that was one thing. But it was also really fun. I mean, they had so many cool gadgets, um, like an autonomous suitcase that I wish I had to carry mm-hmm. all my gear. Right. Um, we had also profiled a bread-making robot that's actually based from a company here in Washington State out of Walla Walla, Washington. Mm. Do we need that? Do we need that these days? I mean, the bre- it was the best-smelling booth at CES. <laughs> I will say that. Wait, you went to the Impossible... Didn't you have an Impossible Burger, though? I did have an Impossible so Burger. So the bread was better, smelled better than the Impossible it did. Burger There's area? There's nothing that wow. smells better than fresh-baked okay. bread. All right. Right? All right. Fair. Yeah, there was also all sorts of... There was so much Alexa. Alexa everything. Yes, everything. Everything. It's in your cars. It's in your pet tech. It's in everything. Yes, and so. we're actually talking about some Alexa stuff today later on yeah. the show. We've got the Alexa wall clock here. Yeah. We're actually, we also have uh, some impressions of the Alexa microwave Yes, as which well. I've also tested out. Um, at CES, you and I both used the DJI Osmo Pocket, and that's going to be the yes. first gadget we're talking about today. So the Osmo Pocket, and if I you're unaware, it right here. it's a $349 pocketable 4K camera with a built-in gimbal. Like it's it's pretty impressive when you look at it having a gimbaled camera in your pocket like that. Um I went around CES, I used it a bit. I like the feature where you can connect it to your phone. Yes. Because it does have a display built in, but the display is so small that it's like let me I want the big display of my phone. Yeah. And so I had really relied on the Osmo Pocket when I was trying to shoot some footage for not just, you know, our video coverage at GeekWire, but just, you know, videos for social. And so it was really important for me to clip into my phone so that I could see what was in focus and right. what was not. Well, on my last day of CES, I dropped the Osmo Pocket. No. And my phone. My phone is fine. Oh no. But the little you're gonna see my technology. The little doodad that goes okay. into your phone fell off, and so I it couldn't broke. use. Yeah, I couldn't. I could not use. Let me see this. My phone to. This is crazy. Yeah, I couldn't use my phone as a viewfinder anymore. Um, and when covering a Microsoft event, I had to rely on this little thing right here, mm. and it turned out fine. Actually, everything was in focus. Okay. But I kind of knew going into some of those shoots, like we don't know if it'll be in focus or not. So, yeah, it was a little bit stressful. But I've already reordered a replacement piece, and it's like what twenty bucks. It's not not a huge expense. No, but, but still, still annoying. <laughs> so here's here's what I found with the DJI Osmo. What? Okay. I feel like I might as well just use my phone. Really? Like just the phone without the Osmo, not plug. Like I feel like my phone shoots in 4K. Mm-hmm. It has some pretty good stabilization in there. I don't know that it's worth three hundred and fifty dollars. I don't know that it's adding like enough value over really? just shooting on my phone. Like I don't know. I'm not saying that this is like my. My final answer. I'm, I'm just like thinking, like my the phone that 
the the video that the phone shoots, I use an iPhone XS Max, mm-hmm. is is great. So, is this three hundred fifty bucks plugging into my phone worth it? I don't know. I thought that it was um, because on my phone, when I'm just shooting it without a gimbal, because I also have the Osmo Mobile. Um, the shakiness just really throws me off. Like I, I even get dizzy watching shaky videos sometimes. Oh sure, yeah. And so it was just such a relief to be able to have something that I knew was going to be stabilized. And it's not the same as having a DSLR on a gimbal, but I could use it. I did end up using it in some of my coverage, you know, for GeekWire. So okay, I felt like it was worth it. So that was the Osmo Pocket. Let's I'm go back. into our next gadget. If you can call it that. I mean, it kind of is and it's kind of not. The new Nike Adapt BB. Yes. Self-lacing shoes. Nike is trying to disrupt shoelaces. Yeah, I mean. 2019. This is crazy. Like, okay, so, Starla, I assume you own more than one pair of shoes. Yeah, not as many as you have. I probably have, I mean, I don't have a shoe closet. Okay. That, that's goals. That's what okay. I'm trying to get to. Not quite there <laughs> yet. I have closet. I have a bookshelf that doesn't have any books on it, but it has shoes oh, on it. Oh, so your shoes are also decor. Yes. Yeah, so I think I have at least 25 pairs, mm. minimum. Okay. Minimum. A lot of them I barely wear, like right. special occasion heels. But um, yeah, I'm really into shoes. Okay. So I think I own no, no heels, but- Wouldn't judge you if you did. I, I own roughly- I would not be surprised if I have like 75 or 80 pairs of sneakers. Oh my gosh. I've been into the sneaker game That's a lot. for a long time. I'm a fan. It's, it, <laughs> it, at one point, it became a problem. Um, yeah. So when I saw these, okay, these are also 350 So you can either buy an Osmo Pocket or you can buy the Nike Adapt BB. $349. they are going on sale in uh, February. And... Yeah, they, these are app-connected shoes. So it's not just about the fact that they're getting rid of the shoelaces. You can actually say, here's how tight I want it to be when I'm playing basketball. Now, here's how tight I want it to be when I'm walking. And you can just like tap on the different activities that you're doing, and it'll automatically you know, constrict or unconstrict, whatever the opposite is, to your foot in order to meet your de- the demand that you need. So- That's crazy. Okay. I am, I'm definitely, this is new to me. Okay. So you'll have to explain this. Um, in case you can't tell, I'm not a huge athlete. I don't know if that's shocking. Want to go shoot some hoops later? <laughs> um, but how important is it to have shoes that are laced to the perfect level of tightness? Like, I just like okay. the cool factor. Okay. Um, I like the fact that I can put a shoe on and then take my phone out, tap a couple buttons and feel it, you know, molding around my foot. It also has, uh, like, these two dedicated, like, lights on the bottom. Status lights, but you can also change the color of those. Oh, cool. So, you know, if you're like me, you might want it to, like, match your your watch band or something oh, as you're walking around. Like, okay. You, see, I got the watch band, I got the phone case, and, like, hey, I'm going to have orange on my shoes as well. So I'm very excited. I tried to yeah. pre-order these, and the pre-order's already sold out. So Darn. now I have to, like, do the thing where you try to get it day one. And probably gonna fail. Are you gonna try to line up at a no? I'm not gonna go that far, Um, but I probably am gonna take an L that day, and therefore, you know, people are gonna buy them to resell them to suckers like me who will pay even more. 
How much would you pay for self-lacing Nike shoes? Okay. There, this is a do. This is like a double answer here. Okay. One part is, if I get the shoes, I can make a video about the shoes, right? So there's like a business. There's yeah. There's a business expense. Yes. If I wasn't doing that, if I wasn't doing that, then I probably wouldn't want to pay more than retail. But if I want to make the video and show them, bring them to Geared Up, I might, I might pay five hundred bucks. Five hundred bucks. I might, wow. I might do that. I might okay. do that. I don't know. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed answering that don't question. Be. No. I feel silly now. I was just now. curious. Well, the lights, I, I'm just so distracted by the whole lights thing. It kind of reminds me of when you're a little kid and your mom <laughs> makes you wear those light-up shoes yes. so that you don't get yes. lost in the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you in the zoo at night as a child? Oh, it gets dark in the aquariums. <laughs> okay. Children go missing Fair all enough. the time. Fair enough. British like, nights. They, you oh, lose man. kids all the time. Okay. Uh, so now that's what I'm thinking of whenever I'll see you in your light-up shoes. Fair enough. All right. All right. So that is... <laughs> <laughs> is the Nike Adapt BB349 coming in February. February. We will be right back talking about the new Apple smart iPhone battery cases that just dropped. This is Geared Up. Big thank you to National Car Rental for sponsoring this week's episode of Geared Up. Travel Tech puts you in the driver's seat and the National Car Rental mobile app is no exception. Emerald Club members can get reminders of upcoming reservations and track their progress toward earning free rental days. Available free in the App Store and Google Play. Go national, go like a pro. Subject to availability and other restrictions. Welcome back to Geared Up. I'm Andrew Edwards. And I'm Starless and Paco. It is time for the National Car Rental Story of the Week. Thanks to National Car Rental for sponsoring Geared Up. And be sure to check out Andrew's show, Technically Speaking, on the on the nationalcar.com control center or youtube.com slash nationalcarrent. Yeah, so basically, Technically Speaking is my show that I do with National Car Rental where I talk about the best tech and gadgets specifically with travel in mind. So National Car Rental is all about business travel, and I talk about business travel and personal travel as well. What's the best gear to take with you to make travel easier, more fun, or more leisurely. So that is technically speaking, and you can find that, as she said, at uh, nationalcar.com's control center. Now, the latest tech puts you in the driver's seat, and National Car Rentals Emerald Club will keep you there. Yes, go national, go like a pro. All right, National Car Rental Story of the Week is, boom, this right here. Let me, let me hand you this. This is the iPhone. That's the iPhone XS oh. Max smart battery case. This and is also, so exciting. Also have the smart battery case here on my iPhone XR. Nice. And um, this is all about like greatly extending the battery life of the latest iPhones. Mm. So um, as you can see, let me take this off and show you how this works. Whoa, Whoa. It's crazy. So how long have you been using this, Andrew? I've been using this just for a little under a week. Okay. So this is the iPhone XR, and the iPhone XR is the iPhone with the longest battery life of any iPhone ever released. So it's hard to say that you need this for this phone because mm-hmm. this phone lasts a ridiculously long time. Like if you put it in this battery case, it's basically going to last until the next iPhone comes out. Um, not not that long, but here you can see, like you just pull it back, okay. you slide it in, and you close it up, and you're good. And it tells you the, the battery life of both. Oh. It tells you the battery life of the case and of the phone itself right on the display. And so the reason it's called the smart battery case is because it's not just like any other battery case. Have you ever used a battery case before? No. Oh, all right. 
All right. Whoa. Go on mute. Let me tell you how it works. So if you're walking around and you know you're going to be like at CES or something and your battery is going to, you know, die. Yeah. You put a battery case on. It has a battery built in. So it's basically charging the phone until the case dies. And then your phone has a full charge from there. Got it. Um, that's how the typical case works. The smart battery case actually does not work that way. So it actually acts as if the battery in the case and the battery in the phone are one. And so the difference there is if you plug in your phone to any, if you need to charge your phone, your phone, whether it's an iPhone or whether it's you know an Android device, it goes into like a plugged in mode. So it knows it has extra power. So it'll do things that require extra power that it wouldn't do if you were just mobile with your phone. When you're using a battery case, the phone doesn't realize it's using a case. It thinks it's plugged into a wall. Uh-huh. So it'll still be in that more higher performance mode, and the battery will run down more. Even though it's using the case, it's running down the battery. When it's in this case, it knows this is a case. We're still mobile. So don't go into high performance mode. One thing about these cases that people don't like is the shape. I'll let you hold that and feel that. This is pretty awkward. Right. A lot of yeah, that's a lot of people say it feels awkward, it looks silly. Why would Apple do this? Why would they make something that looks like this? Well, the reason is they are preserving the antenna. So a lot of battery cases, they like envelop. <laughs> bless you. Excuse bless me. you. Bless you. Sorry. Don't mind, don't mind us. Don't mind me. A lot of these battery <laughs> cases, they envelop the phone and they actually interfere with the signal. The first battery cases that Apple released for the iPhone 7 actually had a hump. So the battery's in the center, and it went up and it went down. Uh-huh. People thought it looked ugly. It looked weird. But the case itself had built in extra antenna. So they were putting the battery behind the battery, but they weren't impeding with the antenna lines. And in fact, they were, make, they were improving the antenna. So it's all about usability. So for this phone right here, you put it in the battery case, and you get roughly 37 hours of battery life, almost two full days of battery life on your 10R. This one is the one for the 10S Max. I believe this gives you 35. Wow. So you're walking around and you're just like, you're good. You're not, you're not worrying. If you plug in your phone every evening before you go to bed, there's, I, I, it's hard to imagine you're going to run out of battery unless you're like shooting video for hours all day. Yeah. So that's the smart battery case. If you're traveling, if you're on the go, if you use an iPhone, whether it's a 10R, 10S, 10S Max, um, and they also have them for the iPhone 7, they did not release them last year for the 8, 8 Plus, or 10. I don't know why. Um, pick up one of these if you need it. They're 129 bucks, so a little expensive. Okay. 129 bucks. But if being mobile is um, important to you and not having your phone die, it's it's good, especially if you're on iOS. If you're on iOS, you want that battery life. Get the smart battery case. Don't get it. Don't get a competing case. Is what I'm saying. What do you think? I don't know. The reason why I haven't gotten a battery charging case is because I use the Moment lenses. Oh, do you? Yeah. So I have. I specifically have it so I can attach those lenses right. and take pretty photos. How often do you use those? It's mostly a travel thing. So I haven't used it. I haven't used my Moment lenses in. Maybe less than a month. Okay. Yeah. So you were just at CES like two weeks ago. Yeah. But you did not use them there at all, apparently. No, because I was using mostly, I, mm. I was mostly doing stuff with the DJI Pocket to okay. test that out. True. True. Um, but my parents live outside of the country in Panama, and 
when we do our touristy things over there. It's, it's fun to have a moment lens. Absolutely. You get, you know, really wide shots. Right, so. right. If you don't know, the moment lenses actually hook in to your iPhone or Android devices yeah. as well. You get you basically buy a case that the lenses hook onto, and you have like a nice professional lens yeah. on your phone that takes fantastic pictures. Yeah. So, And they're actually based here in Seattle. Yeah. Moments. Right in Soto. Love them. Yeah, they're um, great. Someone asked, how do you charge the battery pack, the battery case? So basically, what's interesting is when you hook the phone in, the iPhone, it plugs in on lightning to the phone, and then on the bottom of the battery case, it has a second lightning port. So you plug it on lightning, and depending on the power you're giving the case, it's going to charge, it'll always primarily charge the iPhone. But if there's extra power that the iPhone can't take that much of a charge, it'll also charge the case at the same time. The case is also supports wireless charging. So you can wirelessly charge just the case, or you can wirelessly charge the case with the phone in it, um, or you can plug in. So those are your ways of charging. I might get one of those. You should. You should. Yeah. Well, what do you have, though? That's not. That's like an iPhone 6S Plus. No, it's not a 6. What is that? It's an 8, I think. Let, let me, hold on. Let me see. I think it's an 8. Let me see. Mm, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I... I, I I saw the back and I thought it had the round camera. No, iPhone eight. Okay, I don't know if they make one for the iPhone eight. I don't think they do. I think they skipped a year. Because uh, I have to update my phone. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> so that was the national car rental story of the week. The iPhone ten S Max, ten S and ten R smart battery cases um, available now from Apple or wherever you buy your consumer electronics. One twenty nine. Up next, we are going to be talking about music, or yes. music accessories in particular. Yes. Do you listen to music at home? Of course. I mean, I know everybody does, but like, yeah. are you like a music lover, or you just like put music on your phone? I just kind of put music on my phone, okay. or a podcast, okay. or an audiobook. Week, week. Um, <laughs> so Sonos, if you're unfamiliar, Sonos, you know Sonos? Yeah, of course. So Sonos makes these speakers that connect to each other. And they've been around for, man, I think like 15 years now. Oh, wow. They were the first ones to do this. You put a speaker in a room, and you take another speaker, and you put it in the same room or in a different room, and they all talk to each other. So you can have two speakers in one room that, like, one is the left channel, one's the right channel for stereo sound. You can do 5.1 surround sound. You can put different speakers in every room of your house. And you can play a song, let's say, in the room you're in, or play a song like all downstairs and play something else upstairs. or play. It's crazy. I love them. Um, I'm a big fan. And the only thing with Sonos is people have always said their stuff is expensive, which it is. I think at a minimum for one speaker today, it's 150 bucks, and that's like a last-gen speaker. Oh, really? Yeah. So if okay. you want like the cheapest current gen, it's $200. Okay. And so now... IKEA is going to be building in Sonos functionality into their furniture, which I is I kind crazy. of love this. This is crazy, because first of all, we know yeah. IKEA. IKEA is like the TCL of furniture. Which is, <laughs> oh, my <laughs> they, gosh. They, 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 they sell you know, what people think is oh like, hey, that, that furniture looks nice, but it's not that expensive, right? Yeah, like, yeah. And so they're incorporating... IKEA. Sonos technology, but not Sonos's speakers, mm -hmm. into their furniture. So you'll have a speaker built into, I don't know, like your bookcase or your couch that you can control with your Sonos app. That's what amazing. What do you think of that? That is amazing. Like imagine, like I saw the video and the video was saying something to the effect of, hey, 
now you don't have to worry about the speakers. You just worry about the sound. Mm-hmm. I mean, does that make sense? Like, yeah, because the actual thing right isn't just sticking out. Which, if you live in a small apartment like I do, that actually does make a huge difference. Mm. I have to be really picky about you know sure, what sure. I bring in. So you're gonna have like your couch act as your speaker. Yeah. And, or your bookcase act. As, I mean, that's kind of interesting. Um, but then the sound can only be in like one room. Yes. Really. So. Oh yeah. Well, it's not like you're gonna carry it around. I know. <laughs> right. Move like it in. although the Sonos does plug into the wall. Like sometimes when I'm like doing something in the garage, I will just unplug one and just yeah, put it in the garage, it plug in. it in. Yeah. I'm not gonna like haul my couch into the garage to like do some work. Right. Yeah. So that is, I guess, one downside that I didn't think of. <laughs> but um, from what I've seen, these are gonna start at like hundred fifty dollars. And I did mention that Sono starts at 150 but that's just for a speaker. And with Ikea, you're getting, like, a piece of furniture yeah. for that 150 and the whole Sonos integration. Well, the thing that I would just worry about is when the furniture is no – when you can no longer keep it around, either it breaks or you move, then you'd, also, you'd have to replace it with furniture again oh, yeah. that that's has true. speaker capability. That's so. true. So yeah, that's that's Sonos. What is it called again? Um, There's like a weird name. Symphonisk. Oh. S Y M F O N I S K. Why do they always have to do that with their? It's IKEA. Right, but why? Come on, come on, IKEA. That's, I lo- I I think it's kind of cute. I'm not gonna go into the store. Excuse me, can you point me to the symphon Symphonisk area, please? I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Where's the Sonos area? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. So that is uh, Sonos integrating into IKEA furniture. Um, we did have, they say whether it'll have like Alexa or They did abilities? not. Oh, they sorry. did not. Oh, yeah. Alexa's right here. Quiet, quiet her down. Quiet her down. Um, they did not. I would assume okay. it will it's because kind of a Sonos is, point. I mean, rather IKEA is all about like bringing smart home features to their new furniture. So okay. it would make sense. That would make sense. All right. Up next, we will be talking about a couple of new devices from Amazon. Microwave, a wall clock, how they work. Are they good? Are they terrible? We'll be right back on Geared Up. Big thank you to National Car Rental for sponsoring this week's episode of Geared Up. Travel tech can make you a master road warrior. You know what else puts you in control of your business trip? National Car Rentals Emerald Club. You can bypass the counter, choose any car on the aisle, and go. It feels good to be in the driver's seat, doesn't it? Go national, go like a pro. Subject to availability and other restrictions. Welcome back to Geared Up. I'm Andrew Edwards. And I'm Starless and Paco. All right. We are going to be talking about a couple of new Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. Household gear, yes, if you will. So what do we got first up? Well... In one of our former episodes, you and Todd had talked about the Alexa microwave. It, oh, yes. Yes. It, we actually had one in the GeekWire office. Okay. It had the GeekWire staff test it out, even produced a quick video on mm-hmm. it. But uh, the TLDR version of the story Here is we that we are pulling the plug on our Alexa-enabled microwave. Mm, sounds like it did not live up to expectations. Well, you know, the expectations weren't very high in the first right. place because, I mean, the big the big feature on this microwave was that you could just tell it to heat up your food without okay. you know physically lifting up your hand, 
pressing the right, button, right. No one wants going to do that. through all those motions. No one wants to do that. But um, it just it didn't really work out for us, unfortunately. Now, for people who don't know, the Alexa microwave does not have Alexa built into it. Yeah. It is Alexa controllable. Enabled, yeah. But you need to have an Alexa device, which means you need to buy at least an Echo Dot for 50 yeah. bucks. In addition to the price of the, what is it, $70? Um, I'm actually Googling 60. it. But when you first see the microwave, regardless of price, $60. The first thing I thought when I saw this microwave is what household uses a microwave this small? It's like so, <laughs> it's tiny. Like no one's going to put this in their house. It's like a dorm room microwave. I could see that. That's annoying. Yeah. Why would you, why would they do that? It makes no sense. It doesn't look good. It looks like a piece of, piece of plastic. $60. You need to have this nearby. Yeah. And then it doesn't even do like what you would hope it would do. Like my hope is, okay, when I went there for the announcement, yeah. they showed you take this potato, <laughs> you put the potato in the microwave, close it, you say, Alexa, cook this potato, right? And it knows, oh, it's a potato. Here's how long I need to cook the potato. Great. It seems to only work with potatoes, and that's it. Like, you can't put, like, I want to put anything in and say, there hey. There was popcorn, too, right? It does popcorn. It had the Dash, Amazon Dash built yes, in. Yes, the Amazon Dash service. So what that means is you buy popcorn from Amazon, because it has to be from Amazon. <laughs> it has to be from so Amazon. Amazon knows, okay, we sent this family a box of eight packages of microwave popcorn. Once you get down to, let's say, two packages left, it knows to automatically replenish your popcorn. I don't know if it means that you can also tell Alexa to cook the popcorn. It might. I'm not saying it doesn't. But what I am saying is that Alexa does not support enough things. Like we, we talked about before the show started. Yeah. Like you put some butter in there. Hey, melt this butter. Yeah. It doesn't do that. Yeah. Melt the butter. That would have been great. And that was a suggestion that we got from Claire McGray and our former podcast producer. Mm-hmm. That it would be awesome if... Alexa or the microwave could weigh the butter and then just know yeah. the amount of time that it needs to be microwaved for That's it to be smart, perfectly you yeah. know, melted. That's a smart device. Yeah. Now, have you heard of the June oven? No, what's that? All right, there's a there's a there's an oven. It's called the June oven. It's a countertop oven, almost like Ooh, a like What do you call the the toast it's almost like a toaster oven but it's bigger. It looks like a combo of a toaster oven and a microwave. Oh, this is cool. But the cool thing about the June oven is you put food in it and it recognizes, uses machine learning and AI to recognize what's been put in there and how long it needs to be cooked. So, for example, you can put a steak in there. It'll recognize, oh, this is steak. This is beef. They want it medium well. Here's how long I need to cook it for. Like, you don't have to. You put chicken in there. Do you want it roasted or do you want, like, how do you want it cooked? You tell it, all right, we need to roast this chicken for this long. And it has cameras inside to know, like, what is inside the oven. I was hoping Amazon was going to do something like that. That would have been amazing. recognize what's in there, use some cameras, use some, like, AI, yeah. and just cook it. Like, you, you microwave it for me. Because the thing with microwaves, most people don't realize this, microwaves are actually really versatile. But we just, every, almost everybody I know, including myself, I just punch in the time and hit go. Mm-hmm. But if you actually like access the features, like whether it's defrost or you know, you yeah. can actually cook things in a proper way in a microwave. But no one takes the time to learn their microwave. Almost like back in the day, no one took the time to learn how to like set their VCRs. Do you know what a VCR <laughs> is? What's that? <laughs> so yeah, you could have actually made something really smart 
to enhance the home. Yeah. But they did not. Well, I hope Amazon is watching this. Yeah. You know, Jeff. That... <laughs> 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 I'm sure Jeff is tuning into the live stream right now. <laughs> that would have been really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So 60 mm-hmm. bucks, though, if you want to try it out for yourself, 60 bucks, but you also do need to have an Amazon Echo device to control it. Yeah. But, yes. you know, um, we had produced uh, a review video on the microwave, and um, our reporter, Nat Levy, had pointed out that, you know, maybe in the bigger picture, this is just step one towards, you know, more Amazon Alexa-enabled right. home devices. So this probably isn't the end of no. Alexa-enabled home devices. It's just the first step in that direction. I agree with that. Now, yeah. that's a good segue because we yes. have another Alexa device that yes. we don't know if it will be coming back or not. We don't. So, th- Drum roll, out. please. Yeah, drum roll. I'm not going to do it because Todd said I'm banging on the table too much today. Um, boom. This the is the Echo Amazon wall clock. Echo wall clock. Yes. Now, it was for sale because you bought this. Is that yes. correct? Todd bought one for the office, and he said it was thirty bucks. Okay, thirty bucks. However, if you go to Amazon right now and try to buy it, it says this product is not available, and we don't know if it will be available again in the future. Yeah, it just came out. It's a mystery. Yes. Now, talk about this clock because the one thing I meant or I realized, it feels super cheap and plasticky. It's one of those things where, again, I feel like if this was a nicer clock that would actually like fit well in a home, it would be good. But the products that they're making fit well in a dorm room or a child's room. Yeah. But children aren't going to be using Alexa to keep time. Quiet, Alexa. <laughs> well, one thing the I was... to keep. Natasha Tudor Book of Holidays. Oh. The book released in 1977. <laughs> Alexa, stop. <laughs> Jeez. She's always eavesdropping. Yes. Well, I was speaking to Todd about the Alexa clock, and he said that as a parent, one thing that he might use it for is setting a timer for, you know, the activities that his daughter is doing. Okay. So I just, I can't relate to that situation. But I don't know. I guess that might be a use case for this. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. So that is the Amazon's Echo household devices. I wouldn't I'm buy sure one. I'm sure there'll be more. Yeah. I, I wouldn't, even at $30, I wouldn't buy one. I would not buy the microwave. Um, step your game up, Amazon. Before we leave, though, we do have the two truths and a lie. Um, if you literally just tuned into the, <laughs> you missed the show, um, Starless <laughs> and Paco is the new co-host of Geared Up, and we started the show with both of us telling two truths and a lie. To recap, my three statements were one, that I have a dog named Dorito, like the chips. Two, that I've shaken Tyra Banks' Banks's, Banks' mm-hmm. hand. Banks's hand. Banks's yeah. hand. And three, that I have a selfie with Donald Trump. Okay. Mine were I've met Michael Jackson, I've met Michael Jordan, I've met Mike Tyson. One of those is untrue. So, you go first. Let people know who you are by answering one at a time which ones are true which one's a lie so the first one was that i have a dog named dorito and that is the that's absolutely true absolutely i talk true. every time i see you andrew i oh, find yeah. a way to bring up dorito in conversation actually let me pull up a photo uh, okay. <laughs> good right. thing jake by the way jake someone asked in the in the in the chat to introduce for you to be introduced, so you're gonna have to walk over here no, and say hi, no and in a moment. No there, there he is. Okay, she's gonna he's gonna zoom in. Uh oh, uh oh. No, no, he's my lock screen always. He's so sweet. Look at that hat. 
he's um so we got matching hats for christmas um that on one side it says naughty and the other side it says nice <laughs> you, you and him have matching hats. yeah we have fantastic hats. fantastic so he he had the naughty side because he was kind of misbehaving that day mm-hmm. he's so cute sure yeah. sure so my second one was that i've shaken tyra banks's hand right that is a lie okay. i've interviewed her via satellite mm. When I was working for King Five, um, she had launched. She had just announced that she was going to be the host of America's Got Talent yeah. on NBC, and King Five is the NBC channel. So I got the chance to interview her via satellite. That's cool. And we talked about America's Next Top Model, which I grew up watching. Love. <laughs> sorry. You just make me feel old because I remember when that show came out, and I was like twenty years old. Like you're like, like I grew up on this. School. <laughs> and I talked to her about the power of the smize, like. We had a good conversation. Smiles is powerful. It was really great. Third one, I do have a picture with Donald Trump. Should I pull up? I should probably pull up the photo. What? Yes. Pull up your Donald Trump selfie. So. Bonus, though, why and how did you meet him? So we met back in 2014. I'm trying to pick up, find the photo on Instagram because that's kind of way back. That's forever sure. ago. Long time ago. Um, but I <laughs> I had met him at the he was we were both in Louisiana for the Miss USA pageant. And I was not competing at Miss USA, but that year I was competing for Miss Teen USA and I was supporting Miss Washington USA. So you won Miss Teen Washington. Yes. Yes. That was a while ago. I peaked too soon. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But um, we walked into the venue and we saw him there. And I was really proud of myself because a lot of the teen contestants were there. But I was the first one who was brave enough to go up and ask for a photo. So here we are. It's blurry. But I only had a few seconds to ask. So. Who yeah. is photobombing in the background back there? Someone Miss is... Utah Teen USA <laughs> okay. and Miss Montana Teen USA. So, All right, yeah, fun go. facts. Nice. He was, he was kind to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very different from the image that you often see today. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Crazy. Okay. Who knew? My two truths and a lie. <clears throat> I What was the first one I said? I met Michael Tyson, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. I did meet Mike Tyson outside of a Harley Davidson, <laughs> outside of the Harley Davidson Cafe in New York City. I cut school. Um, I was in high school. I cut school because they were doing a press conference where Mike Tyson was going to referee the main event of WrestleMania. And so I was like, I'm going to the Harley Davidson Cafe for this, um, <laughs> for this announcement. And yeah, as he was walking in from his limo, shook his hand, said, What's up? Um, talked to him for maybe like 20 seconds. So That's still a good amount It's still a of time. meeting. You yeah. met him. It's technically a meeting. Um, Michael Jordan, I did not ever meet. Aww. I did not ever meet Michael Jordan. I loved him so much. You ever hear of this guy, Michael Jordan? Yes. <laughs> All right. He played basketball back in the day. I'm um, young, but I haven't been living under a rock. <laughs> so when I was living in New York City, because I worked at FAO Schwartz, which was a toy store in New York. If you watch the movie Big when they like oh jumped on gosh, the piano, that's I it? worked there. Yes, I Whoa. worked there. Somebody walks in with their face covered, sunglasses on, and like a trench coat with two kids. Now I'm working in the Lego slash super soaker section of the store. And 
this person comes over to the super soakers and like bend down with their kids, showing them super soakers. And I have to help them because that's my section. You have to like help people in your section. So he's asking me questions. I have no clue who this is. And then the weird thing is I look at their hand and it had like the splotches. Like he had, cause remember he had vitiligo. So he had like black skin, but he had like splotches that were basically missing their melanin. And I was like, wait a minute. Okay. My, my, my mind went into overdrive. Okay. This person's covering their face, covering their eyes, has vitiligo, two kids. This is Michael Jackson. Now, I never said, hello, are you Michael Jackson, right? But I'm helping them out. Um, they pick up a super soaker and they go along their way after I help them for maybe two minutes. It's my lunch time. I go to lunch. I come back to work. No one's allowed in the building. They've cleared out the entire store because Michael Jackson is in there shopping. And wow. so that confirmed that I had met and helped Michael Jackson. So we never met and was like, hey, I'm Michael. No, but <laughs> I did help him out. Did you moonwalk? Did I? I did not moon. I'm not going to moonwalk Michael at work. Jackson? No. That would have been a great story. Can't be story, professional. Though. All right. That's it. Thanks a lot for tuning in, guys. That was geared up. We will Thank see you guys you. next week. <laughs>